Welcome to the Honey Badger Show, HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. And let me tell you folks, there is a lot of liars on YouTube about what I do for a living. There's a lot of clickbait, misinformation out there. And I want to go over it with you because it connects to the world, connects to our economy, connects to our everyday life as either a Canadian or an American or even no matter where you're in the world actually. It affects how we look at things when we start clicking on titles and thumbnails of YouTube videos that tell you that the RV business is Armageddon and then the video goes into a sponsorship and a paid advertisement. Uh, now I did my first paid advertisement, Alloy Man, which is a power tool company. They didn't send me money. They sent me uh, a new cordless drill that, or a cordless impact, I should say. And instead of, oh, I'm going to do a video and I'm going to try to sell the impact. No, I decided I'm going to try the impact on stabilizers. So I did a whole video on doing manual stabilizers with that impact. I did one that was short for TikTok. That was a lot of fun. I did one for YouTube. But I integrated it into an educational video about leveling the travel trailer with manual jacks. These folks, and I won't call them out by name, and no, one of them is not Josh the RV Nerd. He actually did a very good video about two weeks ago um, where he was mostly right. Uh, th there are some things Josh leaves out because he works for a corporation, and I've said that a million times. Josh the RV Nerd is no longer the 250,000% transparent person he was before Bishes bought out his family's dealership. And a lot of that is, it's money. It's money, it's security. He doesn't get sponsored by a lot of people. He doesn't take on a lot of sponsorships. So he depends a lot on ad revenue and his salary. So he has to be very careful about what he says and how he says it. Me, I have a lot of freedom. My boss knows all about this stuff. And he thinks it's absolutely badass. But we're having a lot of people out there that are full-time RVers that are constantly and consistently giving you wrong information about where campgrounds and RV, uh, where the RV business really is. Here's a great example for you folks, okay? There was a couple who full-time in a grand design uh, solitude fifth wheel. All right? I'm not one to bash anybody, but you can tell it's the same content, yet they get three, four, five hundred thousand views in a week on a video that's titled Armageddon RV Dealerships Going Out of Business. And the video doesn't start with an introduction saying, hey, this is the reason why I've been doing this for X amount of years. No, it's two full-timers that don't want to go back to work. 
So they're trying to gather ad revenue and sponsorship money so they can stay on the road, and the only way they can do it is clickbait. Worst thing for the RV business right now is a bunch of lies. I get tired of it. There's lies everywhere on social media when it comes to how the camping business is going. Line number one that keeps coming out is that 2024 year model inventory is so much different than 2023's. This is a lie. This is not the truth. You could say it's a half truth. You could say it's a quarter truth. You could say whatever you want. But in the end of the day, it's not the full truth. There's no transparency involved because they don't know. All they know is what they're paid to say. So all these full-time RVers that are out camping and living the RV life and making it look majestic and godlike and it's just this wonderful thing. Yes, they're absolutely correct. It is a beautiful, wonderful thing. But don't lie and get corporatized because you're afraid you're going to have to go back to work. That's where this all came from, folks. A lot of people in 2020, 21, we had COVID lockdowns. You had remote work was probably 50% of America's jobs during COVID. Round middle of 2022, corporations want you back in the office. These people didn't want to go back to the office, but yet the views got cut down because people went back to work. Let's be real about this. Customers, people who watch YouTube the RV business that had nothing to do but sit in front of a TV, a, device, a, a portable device like a, a tablet or a cell phone, watched over and over different things. Streamers went through the roof. YouTube views, Rumble views, Instagram, TikTok, all these platforms had massive record-breaking views and revenue from 2020-21. It was record-breaking. Not to say it's still not there, that YouTube's not making money. Of course they're making money. But they're not doing as much. They're evolving. Look at YouTube as an example. YouTube is evolving where they're grabbing sports rights. They are distributing the NFL package is through YouTube TV. That's a smart move. Take the revenue you made and invest it into growing your audience and growing your platform. These knucklehead full-timers that think they know everything about the RV world are the complete opposite. It's driving me absolutely crazy and nuts that we look at we, we look at these people and think oh well they've never worked at a dealership they've never worked at as a manufacturer rep they've never sold one at a show they've never done anything except for they camped in an RV with their family 
and see the sponsorships start drying up, guys. I didn't get any sponsors until this year. I got two. One that I'm using this uh, cell phone holder on, this uh, camera holder, which moves. You see, I, I move and the camera moves automatically. Ooh. Of course, if you're listening on Spotify or Apple or iHeart, you're not you're not seeing this. If you're you're only seeing this on YouTube and Instagram. But man, it's just craziness how we as an institution of the United States of America or as a world can take someone that has zero experience at something and click on their video half a million times because they put the word Armageddon or massive closures occurring and all they're doing is reading off, literally reading off a fake newsletter that doesn't give the whole story. You know, do you want to know where most of the West Coast RV news comes from? Me. Not to be an arrogant butthole, but when the reps, the manufacturers want information about what's going on on the West Coast, because I'm tapped in to, to what's going on, they call me. They don't call these full-timers. They don't call these YouTube influencers. They call me. They call Josh the RV nerd. They call uh, Matt from Matt's RV and Tobal Reviews. They call Miles from Miles RV. That's who they contact. They contact guys that have the pulse. The doctors of the RV business. What's going on? Here's an, so let's give you the, the breakdown and the rundown of what is going on as far as RV closures. Let's start with this. There is a group that I know pretty well. I got to know them over the last 16, 17 months that own just under 10 dealerships across the United States. They are dumping them. They're looking for somebody that's going to give them a million dollars cash for each state that they own them in. And you just take over the inventory for what they owe on it. And you take over the building and the lease. million dollars you get to buy into a business. They're not closing their doors. They are looking to sell. Give me a million cash. You can have the business. You can owe Everything I own as far as the in, the parts inventory, everything I own including the, the inventory, you can buy it at whatever I owe on it with the flooring bank. That is what's going on. They are failing because they made bad business decisions. They are failing because they made bad management decisions. But they are not closing their doors tomorrow. The guys that are closing their doors in the next two months are big corporate stores. Okay, Camping World will be closing stores. If I remember correctly, from my inside information, they're closing 36 stores by February 1st, 2024. That's not Armageddon. Those 36 stores have been in thought process of closing them over the last five years but they couldn't during covid because covid created that big surge 
of high demand and low supply and they needed as many stores in every market that they could get their hands on. But it doesn't make sense. I'll give you an example. I'm not going to tell you what stores they're going to close, but I'm going to use California as an example, okay? It is a metaphorical example so nobody can sue me because of my inside information. But in you have five stores in the Sacramento, what we call BTA. So basically within a two-hour drive of Sacramento, California, they now have three, four, five, six, seven, eight stores. Eight camping worlds within a two-hour drive of Sacramento, California. It doesn't make sense. To, they have one store in the Bakersfield area within a two hour drive. They have two stores if you include the one that's in Santa Clarita, California. So it doesn't make sense for them to close either of those stores, but it makes sense for them to close at least two, maybe three stores in Northern California because they have nine stores there. Blue Compass, which used to be RV retailers, which owns like the likes of Holland RV and Blue Dog RV and, and God, a bunch of them, Sierra RV, a bunch of them. I think like 180 stores. In Spokane, Washington, they have within an hour and 40 minute drive of Spokane, Washington, they have six locations. They're common sense closures, guys. They're not closing them randomly. These were stores that were planned on closing down or becoming a service and parts store only. It was already in the works at the end of 2018 into the end of 2019. So this is not something new. I want to make sure that's clear. So when you hear all this Armageddon crap, and garbage from full-time RVers that have no idea, never have been anywhere, never have been selling anything, never even turned a wrench at a dealership on a coach. You can't trust this information. This endless RVing crap is absolute clickbait garbage when it comes to their information about what they think when they're just simply reading a newspaper article or online article written by RV business or some flathead who thinks he knows the RV world and it becomes clickbait material and it ends up a paid by paid for promotional video because they need to make money Let's look at Lazy Days RV. Lazy Days has plans, guys. I can't go into, because I signed a non-disclosure agreement, so I can't give you every piece of solid information that I know is going on, but I could tell you that Lazy Days RV has humongous plans. General RV, 
which is mainly an East Coast brand, has plans for the West Coast. I can't tell you all the details because I can get sued. But when one of those two major corporations in this business close a store, it's not because, like for example, Lazy Days closed a store in Colorado. That store had been steadily on the decline for a lot of years because the middle class clientele they had in that city, in that county, dipped. Here's a great example. I am sitting in Pahrump, Nevada. Not today, but normally I'm in Pahrump, Nevada. Pahrump, Nevada is an hour outside of Vegas. A couple hours away from some major cities in California. I'm an internet store. I'm a price store. Everybody comes to my dealership from at least an eight, from anywhere between an hour and a 10 hour drive because I have cheaper prices than everybody. I have a low overhead, very skeletonish crew. I keep the cost and the overhead down because the median income in the city of Pahrump, Nevada is less than $25,000 a year. Folks who make 25 a grand a year are not RV buyers. They might buy older rigs, but they don't buy newer stuff. They can't finance them. If you make less than 25 grand a year, you're not gonna finance them. Generally, you have to have a minimum household income of about four grand a month to qualify for a loan. And a lot of people that live in the area that I have a dealership are retired and living on Social Security. If you go look at the demographic and you did a income and real estate map of where Lazy Days closed a store, you go, oh, well that makes sense why they pulled out of there. It's not Armageddon. It's that store is useless now. You don't need six dealerships in an area that only has 250,000 people. There's two in Pahrump, Nevada. If a third one opened, one of us is going to end up closing because you only really have room for two. Yes, there's a million plus people live in Las Vegas. But in Nye County, there's less than 200,000 people that live in the county. It's one of the largest landmass counties in Nevada, one of the largest in the West Coast. But yet, at the end of the day, there's not enough people. The other lies that occur, and they're not lies, they're clickbait crap is this lady. I, I wrote her a very beautiful message. She's trying to tell everybody that don't buy an RV because they're all bad quality. They've been bad quality for 30 years. They're built by human beings. They break down. They are an earthquake on wheels. And she replied to me saying, well, it shouldn't be that way. Well, ma'am, I got a, here's a great example, guys. This is something I try to tell people all the time when they're buying a travel trailer or a motorhome of any kind that's not a diesel pusher. Go inside a travel trailer, get it hooked up, 
and tow it 25 miles down the road. You'll probably break your neck or hurt something really bad because it just, it doesn't matter what you put there. It's going to bounce around. Cars are different. Cars, the main power of a vehicle, a motor vehicle, is in the drive shaft and the transmission, which are all in one place. And by the way, if you drive a car or drive a truck down dirt roads, the majority of the time, they break down faster because they are earthquakes on wheels. Lamborghinis, if you do not do certain maintenance every couple of months, they break down. They're complicated pieces of machinery that have constant moving parts. Stuff breaks down. Stop creating this clickbait crap. And the only way it's going to stop is if you guys stop watching it. I'm sorry, getting your information from a nice old lady who has never worked for an RV dealership ever, has never prepped a coach, has never built a coach, why are you listening to her? Why are you listening to a bunch, excuse my language, why are you listening to a bunch of dumbasses? I feel like Red from that 70s show, every time I hear one of these knuckleheads that say they're doing a podcast, and you know what's funny is the guy who's sitting here telling you, giving all the transparency, gets zero downloads on YouTube. But a knucklehead who tells every lie in the book gets hundreds of thousands of views. A million downloads a month. And he doesn't know his butthole from a hole in the ground. How is that possible? Do I just need to go online and just start telling all kinds of lies? And start bashing everybody and being a negative Nancy about everything? Is that what I got to do to earn people's views and earn people's respect? So transparency and giving you the truth isn't enough? Now I know that's not true. I'm just complaining. The truth is, is that it's called clickbait. That's the truth. The real truth is, is that they put this amazing thumbnail that looks like the world is ending. You click on it, and if you get half a million clicks in a week period, of course YouTube's going to push your, your stuff. Well, I have a nice title that says, Update RV Business for October 2023. And I get 350 clicks. My view, I bet you their view duration is maybe a, they'll do a 30 minute video and it's probably less than two or three minutes. I do a 10 minute video, usually I get between seven and eight minute view duration because my information's more spot on. Josh the RVner, I bet you if we went on Josh's analytics page on his YouTube channel, I'll guarantee you that people watch at least 50% of every single one of his update videos. They might skip around a little bit, but I bet you the view duration has got to be somewhere around 50%. It's also pay. There's, there's all kinds of tricks that people try to pull and pull a fast one on people all the time. And it's ridiculous. I get tired of it.
I am to the point in my life where all I want to do is grow my YouTube channel by giving you all the transparency I can give you without being blacklisted from the industry. Now I'm going to make a promise here, right here, right now, on this podcast. When I have FU money coming in, and FU money to me is if I got 15 to 20 grand a month coming in from ad revenue from YouTube, TikTok, total. If I had 20 grand, $240,000 a month in revenue coming in, I would instantaneously give my wonderful boss probably 60 day notice and then I'll unleash way more content. I will unleash things that nobody wants me to say. Because at that point, I don't care if I'm blacklisted or not. Right now I have to care a little bit about how much I divulge. I'll never lie to you, but there are certain things I hold back purposely because otherwise I'm gonna get like, I'm gonna get shunned in the industry. In fact, there is a lot of times where I put something about financing. Uh, I, I talked about, God, I talked about the other day that um, this was on a live stream. I talked about the fact why dealers don't want cash deals. It's because they lose profit. You know, people, I, I get a lot of complaints from consumers saying that dealerships are raising the prices or charging them more fees or higher fees because they're a cash buyer. And I, I, I went over that. Um, I've gone over that in lots of videos. Why not to pay cash for... I did a whole series of why not to pay cash for an RV. Why not to pay cash for even a car or a boat. Why to always finance. And one of the reasons why is you get a better price. Right? That video, that series of videos... I got half of the industry that are dealerships to tell me and call me and say, that was an amazing video. Thank you for letting everybody know. It'll make it easier. If, if it goes viral, it hasn't gone viral, but it's got like 6,000 views, which isn't bad. But if, if I plainly can put information out like that, half of the dealerships are okay with it. Half of the dealerships are like, Stop saying stuff like that. It makes it harder for us to close a customer. It makes it harder for us to negotiate with a customer. There are certain things I want to say that I know would help me, but would tear down the fabric of RV sales and make it harder for people to have a conversation. And I'm, I, I will do it one day. But that day I do it is going to be the day I have enough monthly revenue coming in where I don't care if I have a job in the RV business anymore. I can travel around to shows and factories and do filming. At that point, if I'm making 20 grand a month, I'll pay for flights to Indiana and go 
take factory tours and do videos like Josh the RV nerd does. I have no problem doing that. But until then, there's certain things I can't explicitly say. And I shouldn't say. To keep my job and keep things going. Now, it doesn't mean I won't tell you in person. I've told people stuff in person that I won't tell you on YouTube. Because it's hard for me to get blacklisted. When I personally tell a consumer that's in front of me that's buying a coach or trying to buy a trailer everything it blows some people's minds when I tell them I can't sell like for example I got a, a sale going on that is a net hundred dollar profit sale at my dealership that means that after I pay the salesperson after I put the battery on after I pay the technicians to go through it, it is a dollar net profit which means that if I sell a hundred units this this month in October, which I'm not going to hit 100, but if I do 100 units and I don't get any financing and everybody pays cash, I'm going to make $100 towards my actual utility bills. Now, most people are like, you're crazy. That's not true. I had a customer come in and say, you're full of crap. And so I show them the invoice and I add up all the costs of everything that I have to pay, not utilities, not rent, not even my salary, just talk about the commission for the salesperson, the hours for the technician, the battery, the propane, and any parts I might need. And I went through it and showed the guy, and the guy went, why are you doing this? You're going to go out of business. I had a guy tell me that. He goes, you, you, you've got to make more money than that. I said, I can't right now. This is not the market that you're going to make a bunch of money in. This is the market where I sell a bunch of fifth wheel toy haulers and toy haulers and travel trailers and, and motorhomes to people. And hopefully I get a trade. Hopefully I get a lot of used consignments. That's where I'll make my profit. I'll make all my profit in used. All the real profit, all the stuff that's going to pay the bills is going to come from customer paying service and going to come from used sales. I have a young lady that works for me that all she does is get on the phone constantly every single day. She makes 30, 40 phone calls a day just trying to get used consignments on the lot. But with new, it's all about market share. It's all, all about getting license plate frames in the back of that fifth wheel, in the back of that travel trailer. It's all about getting them to tell everybody, oh my God, you'll never believe it, but this is the best deal in the 11 western states. No one's going to beat their deal. You can shop them to death and nobody will ever beat their price. That's what I told the guy. It's all marketing for me. It's free marketing that you're going to leave here with your travel trailer. And you're going to show people that you got a better deal than 90% of the places you shop on the West Coast. Now, he financed it because he kind of understood why he, he understood what was going on. So I made $387.14 more because he financed it. Now, if everybody finances, okay, out of those 100 deals, and I make $500, 
Okay, now I can pay my bills. So that's the reason why I don't mind doing a dollar net profit on every single deal for the rest of the year from here October 22nd to probably January 15th. I'm going to do the same blade thing. Everything's a dollar net profit. And if people don't believe me, I'm going to sit down and show them how net profit works. And, and so be it, right? I do want to give a shout out to Alloy Man. I want to give them a shout out because they took a risk on me. They didn't have to. Um, uh, the guys over there have been absolutely amazing. Got me set up with the Amazon affiliates. Uh, got me set up with a bunch of stuff. I just really want to give them a big shout out. They're not paying me for it. It's just a freebie shout out saying thank you Alloy Man Tools for taking your chance on the Honey Badger. I won't let you down. I'm going to use your tools for all my content creation as far as for integration of it. Um, you, make an awesome, you make an awesome set of stuff. I can't wait to get the new stuff you're sending me. Um, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it means a lot. You have no idea how loyal I'm going to be to you guys. So if you're listening to this or you're watching this on YouTube, thank you for taking the risk. And uh, I will very much reward you guys. In the long run, uh, as long as you want to stick with me, I will stick with you. So thank you. Loyalty means a lot to me, guys. Um My boss has been very loyal to me. Been very good to me. His name's Glenn. And, um, man, the support he gives me to do this stuff. Now, he knows there's benefits to it because I, I do the marketing for all eight stores on social media. Okay. Now, while I've taught santa paula rv and i've taught the gal here at my rv in el cajon that i come down and help her out with the store and soon i'm gonna teach I, i've taught some guys at bobby wayne's rv and i've taught some guys at blue star and beaumont the reality of the whole situation is this social media is the wave of the future for all advertising. All these classified advertisement websites are pretty soon gonna be left in the dust. So between Colette and myself, Colette War is the finance manager at my RV in El Cajon, California. Between her and I, probably 40% of our deals between both stores come through Facebook Marketplace. New and used, guys. We're talking new as well. We have to have an understanding that the world is changing. And whenever the world changes, there's always knuckleheads out there trying to shove something down everybody's throat. And you know what I'm talking about, folks. 
We don't need to go into it because I'm not a politician, nor do I want to talk about politics. But there's always somebody trying to shove something down somebody's throat when the world's making a change. It's a phase. The shoving down your throat stuff is a phase that we go through every single time there's a major change. It'll go away. It's a phase. It's a trend. A lot of that stuff. What lasts forever is building memories. Memories last forever. So I made this podcast episode a short one on purpose. Remember, RV stands for Toolkit and Sense of Humor. I'm going to do a special Halloween episode that I'm actually going to do live. I'm going to record it, but I'm going to do it live on TikTok and YouTube on Halloween night. So Halloween night... Probably around, well not night, but Halloween day. I'm probably going to be dressed up and, and, and doing a live stream both on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram while I record on the regular podcast recording software that I use for the episode. That's in 11 days. Enjoy. Have a great night.